0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Wanna Be Entrepreneur. Today we have uh, Wolfgang again here. I told you that we still had a lot to speak with him, and it's great to have you back. How are you? Hey Thiago, I'm I'm fine, uh, sitting here in Austria in the sun. It's great to have you back. We want to cover the topic of project termination, which is very very hard and very complex. But in general, is when should we stop a project? It's always hard because it can be too early, it can be too late, it's a very, very hard topic. And Wolfgang, you already finished a lot of or terminated a lot of projects, right? Can you even count how many? That's a good question. Projects that were
1: online, I think even not that many. So I think it's also already the question should you go online with a project but that's what you covered already right uh, what what idea should you follow and and what should what idea do you want to to work on right but if it's online then of course there uh, comes a point when when you have to decide okay should I proceed should I invest more time more money or should I just stop it and, and use my time in a in a different project? yeah.
0: When you mean online, it's uh, live, so you have ready for... Exactly, users, live production,
1: right? however you see it, the contact with yeah. the users or what, whatever you do, yeah.
0: Yeah, right. Do you have like a thumb rule, a way to decide if you should terminate a project or not? I mean, in general, I always think about
1: the the goals or, or why I, I did it and why mm-hmm. I wanted to do it in the, in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. And then I can better decide, okay, do I reach somehow the goals? Or can I even reach the goals? How much effort is it to do it? Are there any opportunities that are somehow useful? And that's why I should follow the, the whole thing and, and proceed with the project. Or is it the opposite? And then I have to think how, how should I terminate it? Because that's also, I think, a big topic. It's not just stopping a project. You mm-hmm. can also somehow recycle it or use it in a, in a, in a good way. Yeah, uh, But that's... At the end, the, the questions that I um, ask myself, is it, is it somehow
0: useful? Useful in what way? Like your resume is going to make you money? How do you determine what useful is? Exactly, I, th- I think that's, that's
1: what you have to, d- to define for yourself, right? If you write a blog as a side project, for example, I think the goal is not to, to make money. It's more about to reach your audience, right. uh, maybe it's even advertisement for you. Um, so then, that's the outcome, the goal that you want to reach. Uh, and with other projects, if you have to to make a living out of it, then of course it's, it's somehow money. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the, the side project is just to try out new technologies, what I usually really like to do. Right. And that's, for example, very valuable for me with a, a lot of projects that I have, even a very old one, for example that I uh, started 10 years with a couple of friends. Um, and it's it's always running and I can try out new stuff there. And uh, right. I get out a, a lot of experience in, in, in different, different ways, not just technology, but also some communication, try out new strategies.
0: So do you define what are your goals for the project before even starting? I think I, sh- I should do it, but usually mm. I don't.
1: Uh, but of course, I always ask me th- this question: What what is the goal, right? Or especially if there's a, a moment when I'm not happy with the project, then I then I try to d- define maybe those criteria or find answers at least. What what is the goal? What is the current state? Right. And um, if if you think about, for example, our project, what we did together with mm-hmm. uh, Corona. So, uh,
0: for the listeners, maybe you want to quickly describe it. What we did, Wolfgang and I worked together in a project called, I think, COVID nineteen tracing, which was basically a yeah a tracing tool. We started this more or less in the beginning of COVID. Tracing is basically a way for you to yeah trace back your steps in the past, let's say, two weeks, so that you can define which areas you are in, and in case you actually you know test positive for COVID, you could alert the other people that were in the same areas with you without having too much to put too much effort into it. You can just you know click and then we would kind of send a message to everyone that shared the same place as you and say, okay, you might be infected. Please, you know, be careful or test it and so on. Maybe important to to, to say is also that we did it
1: before all the other apps yeah. um, were created and and before Apple and Android announced that they, they helped with their um, Bluetooth based system and, and all that. So it was it was before yeah. that and we we were based on the, on the Google history that were already there, so there was no need to install an app to, to start uh, tracing or, or tracking your moves. But we stopped it quite quickly, I would say. We created yeah. a, a fully working prototype, yeah. that then, but then we stopped it. And I think if we, if we take this as an example, at least from, from my point of view, there were two, two big reasons mm-hmm. or, or main reasons why we stopped it. And one was because we couldn't get the, the proper support from the government. And right. I think that's the only way how to, how to be successful in, in, in this area, to work together with the government, yeah. which is quite uh, important, but also difficult if you don't have the right network. And for me, the second big thing was that I, that I thought, and I think we were on the same page with that, that it's not the best technology because um, mm-hmm. the, all the apps with Android, with, uh, with the Apple system, was Bluetooth-based, and that's also why we decided quite early, okay, it doesn't make sense, let's really stop it. I mean, the technology is there. And then, for example, also if we talk about how to terminate the project, we decided, okay, we did stuff, Um, the the technology is there, our prototype is there, it works. So let's open source it so that if there is somebody who wants to use it, we were also in contact with a couple of people in, in, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, they had a good network so Ah, we said okay if you want to use it we can also support you a bit with with, with some if you want to start with the the details Um, but it is it is out there and everybody can use it
0: but it's funny because here we didn't decide again in the beginning what would be the termination criteria right it's funny because if i think about all of my projects i never actually defined that in the beginning i'm not sure if this is something that we should do you know define what are the termination criteria. But yeah, in this case, the project, it was kind of obvious. And um, in retrospect, we definitely did a good uh, a good decision here. Uh, do you think so?
1: In, in general, to to have kind of, of of metrics or criteria is always good. But I think you also have to adjust it uh, on the way, because usually you start a project and then you end up somewhere else because you, you change the, the, the idea or the goal, I don't know, five times in the first week already. Yeah. So you have also to adjust, of course, your uh, criteria.
0: What if the termination criteria is different depending on... And so if you have like a co-founder and like each person has a different termination criteria. Did this ever happen to you? Kind of.
1: It's also not too bad to have a, a, a person who has another opinion. I think it's it's good for the discussion. Yeah. Um, if you have uh, two different opinions, for example, I uh, with our project, uh, you interviewed Matthias as well. Uh, we are working currently on, on codeprint.dev, so mm-hmm. a, a website where developers can print their um, GitHub or timeline of a repository. And yeah. we are also now at a, at a point uh, where we have to decide, okay, do we want to stop? Do we want to proceed? It, it works it's a nice project but of course it's not that we make a lot of money with it or, or um, we really have to invest more time and effort into the whole marketing topic and all that and we want to stop the project and we we try to see if we can somehow use it can we sell the um, the product for example so there are different um, opportunities there yeah different and you agents, should really. Yeah. Think about that, what you can can do with the project and not yeah, that's actually,
0: stop it. That's actually a very great point as well. So I think that we always need an exit strategy. And it can be as simple as, you know, open a, a Word document and write down what you've learned and why did you stop. Or something more complex as actually, you know, selling selling the company. But I think that's actually very, a very great tip, which is when you finish a project, take some time to analyze why and to actually have a proper closure, you know? Uh, I think that's definitely a great tip. And you know, it's it's interesting, like when I finish a project, even when we did our COVID tracing, there's always a feeling of sadness. I mean, that that's normal, but it's also something that somehow uh, now every time, you know, affects you. And now every time I start a new project, I'm more careful. I'm more careful because I don't want to feel the the failure. I don't want to feel the you know that sadness of of termination of project because it's still like a lot of work. In the beginning, everything is new, and I always get excited. I can get excited with the most stupid ideas, but after you know a while, after let's say a month, when you kind of figure out that. If you want to actually do this project, it might stick with you for, you know, one, two, three, five years. I kind of start thinking to myself, do I really want to work in this field, in this area, in this project and uh, for so long? And there are certain areas that I'm really passionate about, you know, uh, let's say normally connected with helping people, now with the climate change, with giving information to people and so on, and other areas that I'm not as passionate about. Do you also have these areas or for you it doesn't matter like any area is fine as long as it's an interesting project no i think it
1: of course i have uh, different areas and i think purpose is is very important Um, i talked about this this project that i started 10 years ago with a couple of friends right um it makes a bit of money but not a lot so it's it's not really we 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 never got uh, our the, the payment for all the the hours that we invested, and we started as I said ten years ago. So it's and what is there. the project? Can you describe and it? yeah, it's a e-learning platform, and you can prepare for the uh, driving license exam mm-hmm. in in Austria. And now we are the biggest platform in 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 Austria uh, with the biggest market share in Austria, and we reach uh, a third of all the 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 driving license or the the, the beginners. When they, uh, wow. when they prepare for their driving license and one in I every know, three
0: exactly, students yeah. use your platform. Okay, that's exactly. Great. In mm-hmm. in
1: Austria and we have around I don't know like two two million requests a day, so it, it's wow. quite quite big, I would say. But but even though we 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 don't make a lot of money, but again the purpose was um, to or. It wasn't at the beginning, but now the purpose is to fight against uh, this, this driving school industry or not to fight against them, but usually right. they sell the, the, the app or the system to prepare for the uh, exam. And yeah. they sell it for, I don't know, 30 euros to 80 euros. And mm-hmm. on our platform, you can do it for free. Everybody oh. in Austria can do it for free. And we are the only platform um, that offers that. And that's the purpose for us, right? At the beginning, it was just a project. We wanted to make money. And then a lot of uh, driving schools sent us really uh, angry, upset emails, and, and they, oh. they, even from, from <laughs> lawyers. And, and now it, uh, it became a purpose for us to provide this free service to all the, 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 the
0: driving students in, in Austria. Ideally, you would connect something that you are passionate about with and monetize it. I think that for me, that's what I try to accomplish with my projects. And uh, that's kind of the dream. And uh, just because you are helping people, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't make money with it, right? So that's, that's I think, a misconception that happens a lot that uh, if a company is making money, somehow shouldn't focus in helping people or that would be secondary. And if it's actually only focusing, helping people should be a non-profit, right? So I, I don't think that that's true. I think you can have both. But it's interesting here because you have this project where you are kind of an avenger. You know, you are fighting, helping the small guy, helping students that they don't have money, and that's something that you have been passionate about. And then you have the other project, which is Code Devs, which is, I mean, it's a nice project, but you are not actually helping the small guy. You are maybe giving a tool that entertains people; they can, you know, see what they contributed on GitHub. But it's a project that neither you and or Matthias are that passionate about. Even though I think it's still uh well there's a lot of potential there so do you think do you see that um, a pattern here that uh, you might be more motivated to work in something that helps the you know the small the small guy of course
1: i think it's it's definitely uh, purpose is very important for me but but even code prints uh with code prints at the end i also want to see that uh that the the developers uh, are happy customers at the end and they are really happy about what what we created this this tool that wasn't there before it was definitely not just for making money so it was also to to help us and other developers to to have cool stuff that they can put on their wall and But
0: then my but in this case then why are you terminating code devs because a uh, code print sorry so because in my view it's a great product. The monetization or the business model seems quite simple. It's something that you are passionate about. Why are you both thinking on uh, terminating it?
1: The the problem is that we that we reached a point that we have really to invest a lot into marketing. Um, so we have to promote the um, the website. Mm-hmm. We have to um, to find more customers um, and. That's an area where we both are not really into it. And we are both developers, engineers. We love the technical stuff. Of course, we love to think about uh, marketing, guerrilla marketing. It's it's always mm-hmm. fun to discuss it. But then to just sit down, uh, write emails, uh, do promotion right. stuff on, on, on Twitter, interact with people. Really do, do, do this, this marketing yeah. stuff. Social it's, media and so on. But
0: why don't you get someone exactly. to do that?
1: That, that would be an option. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we haven't completely stopped it. For now, it's it's online and we thought, okay, maybe we can sell it or find somebody who can do the marketing stuff. So if there's somebody out there, uh, the listeners uh, who <laughs> loves to do marketing,
0: please contact us. Yeah, it's a, it's a very hard topic. So far, we spoke about it needs to have purpose you need to learn or learning something is also important so if you're not learning anymore it might be also a reason to terminate and in the end also motivation is very very important what i found it also hard or tricky to decide is that sometimes you're passionate about a project but it's just not working out you're not having enough users you're not making enough money and then that discourages you right and uh, your first thought is like, okay, I'll, I'm quitting because I'm not having fun. But if you would have customers, if you had people, then maybe things would change, right? So it's hard. Like, when should you stop? You know? um, because, because there's always this feeling that if I had pushed, you know, for one more month, maybe I could, you know, have made it.
1: Yeah, I know what, I know what you mean. Um, if I think back to, to our driving license uh, platform, at the beginning, we weren't that successful, um, and we didn't have the money to, to invest a lot in, in marketing and to reach uh, those students, which is quite difficult. And then all the dr- driving schools, they work against you, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, they don't have the right questions, and it's outdated, and if it's free, it can't be correct, and, and yeah, a lot of lies are flying around. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we didn't have that many users at the beginning and it, now we are market leader, but it's, it took us almost 10 years right, exactly, to, to get yeah. to this point. So it's really a lot about uh, time mm-hmm. if you don't have the, the, the money or, or yeah, the, the time that you can invest in marketing. And that's why usually a lot of companies, they need um, investors to get this money to push it into marketing, right? to, to, speed, this, right. Uh, to speed up this process. That that took us, for example, ten years. But of course, I think it's it's again, it's it's not about um, is it successful the project because I think in in general you can say if it's a good idea eventually it will be successful. Mm-hmm. The question is, do you have the time and the money to invest that much yeah. into the project yeah. to
0: get to this point? Yeah, yeah that's a great point. I. I keep on, now that I'm doing this these projects and, and this is basically my life now, I keep on going to something that Steve Jobs said. That is, if, uh, if you knew that you're going to die in a year, would you keep on, you know, living your life as you're living now or would you change it? And uh, I think this is actually a great question because when you're working in something that you're passionate about and you're motivated and you want to continue, your answer will be probably yes, you know? And if your answer is no, mm-hmm. and as you said, if the answer is no for multiple days in a row, maybe it's time to considering either shifting or maybe even terminating the project. Do you think that this makes sense?
1: I think it it, it makes totally sense. And I think you can also ask other people, um, especially if you have co-founder or a team, then of course you, you have to discuss that anyways. And I think it's, it's definitely more fruitful uh, if you have co-founders, but I think you can also Ask other people that maybe understand the, the problem, right? Or also have um, experience with, with those things. And then just really discuss the hard facts. What did you try? What do you want to achieve? And then just get another opinion on it. And then so.
0: So, in the end, the conclusion of this episode is that there's no a guidebook or a set of rules that you can just, you know, read through them and decide. In the end, it's all up to you the entrepreneur one thing for sure this is part of the process most likely you will terminate a lot of your projects that's okay that's normal that's no no issue there one a couple of things that we discussed here are follow your purpose it that's quite important make sure that you are learning something discuss with your co-founders it's always important to have a second opinion and uh, also kind of figure out if this is something that you see yourself doing long term exactly cool Wolfgang, thank you so much. I will link everything that we spoke about here in this episode in the in the description. So the projects that Wolfgang talked about and, well, everything. So you can just go to the description and check it out. Also, if you want to support this podcast, you already know I don't do ads, So you can just buy me a coffee that will be also in the description. Any uh, last words before we... Close this session, Volfi.
1: No, just thanks a lot. It was a pleasure as always. Uh, for all the people out there, please buy Tiago a coffee. <laughs> I will also do it uh, when I see you the next time in person. Then
0: I will uh, get a beer or a coffee perfect, for you. Perfect, Thank Definitely. you very much. Thanks for having me. All right, Wolfgang. Have a great day. Thank you very much. This was another episode of Be Entrepreneur. See you tomorrow.